sever himself under the implacable unseen eye of God. But how had he died? He began by picturing what was most familiar, Elena's room in Diego town, the faucets in the sink already rusting, though humanity had hardly been on the planet for twenty years, the tiny scarlet skitterlings that scurried across the ceiling, the sharp smells of ice root and ganja, the sounds of transports grinding their way up into orbit. Slowly, the recent events of his life took shape. He had been in Diego Town for the blessing of the fleet. There had been a parade. Old Manuel Griego had been talking about his plans for when the Enye ships finally emerged. He flushed with the sudden powerful recollection of the scent of Elena's body. But that was before... There had been a fight. He'd fought with Elena, yes, the sound of her voice, high and accusing, mean as a pit bull. He'd hit her. He remembered that. She'd screamed and clawed at his eyes and tried to kick him in the balls, and they'd made up afterwards like they always did. Afterwards, she had run her fingers along the machete scars on his arm as he fell into a sated sleep. There had been another fight, earlier still, with someone else, but his thoughts shied away from that. He'd left her before first light, while she was still asleep, so he wouldn't have to talk to her. Flatfurs had scurried away from him as he walked down the muddy street, their cries sounding like panicked oboes. He'd flown his van to the outfitter's station, because he was going, before they caught him. His mind balked again, it was not the nauseating forgetfulness that seemed to have consumed his world, but something else. There was something his mind didn't want to recall. Gritting his teeth, he forced his memory to bend to his will. He'd spent the day realigning two lift tubes in the van, Griego with him, bitching, and then he had flown off into the wastelands, Terreno Cimarron. But his van had exploded. He hadn't been caught in the blast, but the memory was thick with despair. He tried to bring his focus to that moment, the brightness of the flame, the hot wind of the concussion. Had his heart been beating, it would have stopped then, in terror. He remembered now. And maybe dying and being in hell would have been better. Ramon Espejo lifted his chin, daring his opponent to strike. The crowd that filled the alleyway behind the ramshackle bar called the El Rey formed a ring, urging the two men to fight. The big man, who was bobbing and weaving across the narrow circle from him, was a pale European, cheeks flushed red from liquor, soft hands balled into fists. He was taller than Ramon, with a greater reach. Ramon could see the man's eyes shifting, as wary of the crowd as of Ramon. Come on, pendejo, Ramon said, grinning. You wanted power? Come have a taste of it. I ought to do it, you ugly little greaser, the European spat. I ought to go ahead and kick your skinny ass. Ramon bared his teeth and motioned the man nearer. The voices of the crowd merged into a single waterfall roar, the European made his move, graceless as a falling tree, 
The great left fist made its slow way through the air. Ramon stepped inside the swing, letting the gravity knife slip from his sleeve into his hand. He flicked the blade open in the same motion that brought his fist against the larger man's belly. A look of almost comical surprise crossed the European's face. His breath went out of him with a woof. Ramon stabbed twice more, fast and hard. The crowd went silent as the European slipped to his knees and then sat, legs spread. The big, soft hands opened and closed aimlessly, slick with blood. The European's mouth gaped open and blood gushed out over his teeth. Slowly he toppled sideways, heels drumming the ground. Was still. Ramon's shrill, self-satisfied pleasure faded. He looked at the faces of the crowd, wide eyes, mouths open in little surprised O's. The alcohol in his blood seemed to thin, sobriety floating to the top of his mind. A sinking sense of betrayal possessed him. These people had been pushing him on.